Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I didn't have, uh, <clears throat> didn't have time to do this, so... Uh, <laughs> There it is. What's going on, guys? And welcome back to your favorite love and relationship podcast, Life's a Wreck. Oh, so good with you lovely people joining me today on this day of love, relationships, and celebrating that, you know, the day of chocolates and flowers and champagne and hotel rooms you know and then just followed by a day of just copious amounts of waste garbage needless plastics thrown around just what a beautiful holiday <laughs> um i actually love valentine's day i think it's a uh, it's a good time to uh, tell the people in your life uh how you feel i don't think that that should ever be taken for granted so a day that kind of uh you know when it's not used as a materialistic show like look how great i have it kind of day uh, and it's actually used as a day for legitimately caring about somebody i think that that's uh, i think it's such a great day so uh yeah happy valentine's day guys um from uh me and the whole team here at life's a wreck me and the voice in my head wish i could say it's been a pleasure but you are um, just just the worst. And uh, anyone who is uh, who has helped me along the way, really uh, really appreciate that. And uh, yeah, happy Valentine's Day. Um, when I had uh, proposed doing this topic, I wasn't sure um, whether I was going to do it or not. The, so today we're going to be talking all about love, relationships, uh, whether that be with your friends, your family, significant others. Uh, but it's going to primarily focus on uh, intimate relationships uh, and uh, and that feeling of uh, romantic love. Uh, and, and I didn't know if I really wanted to particularly do this, but the timing was, was really great. Um, when I, uh, I, I have like three ideas for the next couple podcasts that I wanted to get out. I thought about doing a love one, which is the one that's, uh, you're currently listening to. Wow. wow. Oh, wow. Uh, I want to do one about happiness, just kind of overall happiness and mental health. And then I wanted to do one where I recently interviewed a professional boxer, Daniel Roach, uh, who just won his first, uh, first professional fight. And is just one of the most like mindful guys, uh, that I've met just a really incredible story. Um, and so I recently did an interview with him and I'm going to put that out, I believe next week. So make sure to, uh, to, to look forward to that. But, uh, when I had kind of proposed all these ideas out on my Instagram, which is at Kyle Moore zero eight, by the way, um, this was the overwhelming favorite. A lot of people really wanted to hear, um, for some reason, my take on mental health and, uh, and love and relationships, which, uh, yeah, I, it's such a weird 
kind of thing to dive into um, because there's so much to talk about. Like I, I kind of figured like if I did do a podcast like this, which I was very hesitant about doing, um, that I would bring in like a relationship expert or a love guru or a sex therapist or something like that. Uh, and we would have the conversation um, through their, I guess, professional lens. Um, but, uh, just kind of the more I thought about it, like relationships and love in general is something that so many people accredit their mental state to, um, whether it's, you know, positive or negative love plays a huge role in that. Um, and I think that love is just like the most important thing in the world. Uh, and I'm going to talk about that later in the podcast. So I, I, you know, even though, uh, even though in this episode and with all podcasts, you can take everything with a grain of salt because it is, you know, it's all just coming off, uh, off the top of the dome. Like this is just my opinion on all this kind of stuff. It's my take. It's what I've experienced. Um, and I, and I just hope that, you know, you guys can relate to some of the stuff that, uh, I've, uh, you know, I've experienced, uh, or, or that just like is, uh, you know, is coming from me. So this is, uh, this is just an opportunity for me to really, I guess, share, uh, yeah, share my thoughts and uh, opinions on, on love and mental health. Uh, and, and I guess I'll start, uh, like I try to start all of these um, podcasts by talking about my own experiences with love relationships, uh, mental health. Um, and I think the, the thing that pops into my head when I was thinking about this, the thing that popped into my head first and foremost was perfectionism. Um, and, uh, and the reason that perfectionism popped in my head when I thought about love is perfectionism is such a strange byproduct of uh, mental health issues. Like for me, it can be this great thing that helps me produce some like really, really great work. You know, I, I look at all the details, I, I overanalyze and I think like, okay, well, this can be changed or this can be changed. And it kind of helps me in certain aspects of my life, maybe more professional aspects of my life um, that I'm able to, uh, that I'm able to kind of really get down at the nitty gritty and say like, okay, like this is, you know, this is this is good. Here's what here's a little thing that I can change, and let's make this the best product possible. Um, but it also takes away from me anyway from my humanity. Um, and when I say humanity, I mean like if you can't make mistakes and if you can't fuck up, you know, like then who are you? And this is something that I've struggled with for a long time because the way that I perceived um love and and relationships was that like if i made mistakes or like if i wasn't perfect that i was going to drive these people away and i had to have like there couldn't be any friction with the, with the relationship whether yeah as i said whether it's friends family intimate relationships there couldn't be any friction or i'd be totally you know i'd be so caught up in the idea that like i will push this person away if there's anything that is even remotely and I would say, quote unquote, wrong with me or anything that like even slightly went against anything that they believed or anything that they the the actions that they took. Um, and it's just like being incredibly, incredibly self-critical uh, and you just tear yourself down. Um, and it's, um, you know, as I said, I think a lot of the time I felt like the only way I would be accepted in relationships was by being perfect. Like, how can you get rid of somebody who is always there for you, who's always sacrificing for you. Like this was my mentality, but it's like, I guess it's like a gift. And I think this is the best way that I can explain it. It's like a gift. And if all you do is give gifts and give, 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 like people essentially devalue what you're giving. Not only that, but like you devalue what you're giving as well. Think about it. And this took me a while to learn, but if you're giving love for the sole reason of keeping someone around, then you're tainting what love is. Love at its core is this free-flowing and natural, you know, source of, of joy. And it's not a tool or a weapon. It's this gift that is, I guess it's honestly to be, it's to be shared. 
shared with yourself or with your family or with your special someone, but it's true. You know, you, you have, when you use love, and I'm going to talk about this later because I think that this is just a huge thing. When you use love as anything more than wanting to just share this like joy that you have within you with somebody else. And, you know, you really care about somebody so much that you want to let them into your most intimate, you know, spaces and and they will see those flaws and they you know if you're worried about this and you're using love as a way to keep people at arm's length you know or or try to like exactly at arm's length you're not letting them go away but you're not letting them get too close it's just it, it taints it for yourself and i think that that was something that i really struggled with because i always thought that you know love was this thing that if you if you give 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 and if you have this little bit come back to you that it was all kind of worth it but it should be this kind of like two-way highway where there's just like this exchange happening continuously. Um, it shouldn't just be something where you're you're constantly forcing this stuff out just to get this little glimmer of something back from somebody else to validate whatever, you know, your self-perception. Um, and that was always really, really tough for me because uh, I always, I didn't have any love for myself. You know, I was kind of in this this state of like, I, I felt empty and all the love that I was giving out was solely to kind of put this like, you know, it, it wasn't really like love in a way, because when you really like have that love that's in you and you're able to give that to somebody else and you're able to kind of like receive and give and you constantly keep each other's tanks full, like that's that's like true love. You know, that's pure love. But when you're like almost kind of you're you're saying like this is what I imagine this sensation to be like, you've got to take care of yourself and you've got to be right with yourself before you can be you know, getting into this exchange of emotions with another person because it's, uh, yeah, you're, you're just kind of using it as a way to keep somebody around, you know, things aren't, uh, things aren't going to last. And it all, like, it all comes down for me anyway to acceptance. Like it's self-acceptance and ex- acceptance of your partner or the person on like the opposing end of this relationship. Um, you know, with self-acceptance, like it's okay to hurt. It's okay to be flawed. You know, you can't expect someone to come into your life and give you, the attention and the emotion that will save you like shit starts and ends with you because you can be in a relationship and if you don't have your side of that relationship like locked down essentially like if you're not ready to be in that relationship because like and you're thinking that if someone comes in like they will be the saving grace well all of a sudden you put this person on a pedestal and you're saying well okay this is the person who's going to make everything okay and then things just get like you know, things get amplified, I guess, you know, your mental state, your mental health is what you can control. And, you know, some things will happen that will impact that. But you can't get into a relationship expecting the other person to change you into this, this thing that this dystopian version of yourself that you think is only going to be achieved through another person. Like that takes away your value. It takes away your strength. Like you are the person who can build yourself up to that. And then once you're up there, you can find someone to share that. You can share the view with. Because like when you're way down here, when you're, you know, you're really, you know, playing in the rocks. Like, yeah, somebody can really, you know, someone can help you along. But if you just don't want to do any of the, you know, heavy lifting. And you just expect somebody to come kind of like save you. Like that relationship isn't a 50-50 thing. And relationships don't always have to be 50-50. They can be 60-40. And sometimes you're down and your partner needs to bring you back up. Or sometimes your partner's down and you need to bring them back up. But 
when it, when something is so drastically lopsided and you're like oh like i'm just gonna do I, i'm gonna expect this person to to build me up from the ashes and they're the only ones who can do that like you're putting yourself in a very it's a really tough situation to be putting yourself in because all of a sudden you like you set yourself up to i think for failure because you don't have that that groundedness within yourself where you're like i know who i am this is the love that i can give this is the love that i am familiar with and i find someone who receives that love and gives me their love back and it feels it flows it feels natural it's not like a it's not a working relationship you know love works when you love yourself and when you're excited to share that love with someone else like that's that's what it's all about like you can't fake that as much as you'd like to like it really it i genuinely will tell you like it doesn't it won't come off that way you think like a lot of people think that they can fake love until it actually happens you're like oh i can fake it until i make it and like that can work in a lot of things like business you're like yeah you know i'm i'm a i'm a great marketer maybe you haven't had a lot of experience marketing but you're like oh i'm going to fake it till i make it and sometimes that totally works something that i don't believe that works in is love and relationships and that kind of stuff i just don't think that that you know, I really, truly don't think that that works because people are a lot smarter than I think we give them credit for. And you're a lot smarter, too. You know what you're doing. You might kind of like think that you're like, oh, like, I'm, you know, I, I got it. I'm doing the right thing. And I just need to find this some, someone who's going to fill my cup up. And it's like you got to have that cup ready to ready to go because like you it just it seems it can seem a lot more disingenuine that maybe you'd ever want it to come across and that's a weird feeling in relationships for sure um and then speaking on like acceptance like acceptance of others like one of my and this is uh you know about to go off on a bit of a tangent here ladies and gentlemen this is a tangent situation uh if you value your time at all you can evacuate the premises up until about 14 minutes 14 minutes when this tangent's over bit of a doozy but uh not uh, stay at your own risk it's pretty boring it's a boring guy dull anyway you know my least favorite lines of all time especially when it comes to love and mental health is i can change them or like they've got potential as i just said with you know the self-acceptance stuff like you can help someone if they ask for help that's amazing and you can help someone if they're making serious and i cannot stress this enough serious serious life-threatening where a group of people agree on it life decision and like it's a and it's a it's an issue like it's a it's a legitimate it's a pattern like then you can you can step in without that uh without that i i feel like anyway without that invitation but if you feel like that's your mentality of like i can change them or they've got potential like that's a selfish mentality you aren't loving that person for who they are you're chasing a version of that person that you feel like you can bring out it's a bit holier than thou i mean to me anyway like a lot of the time you know so let me just break that down a lot of people who you think need changing are in a state that they are because of a distinct lack of love in their life that's that's a given everyone agrees on that whether that's from someone else or themselves and what you're doing is using love as a treat for them to act in a certain way if they change this or that or whatever they're rewarded with the one thing that they don't have and I guarantee you that person might be happier. Like you might, you know, have made them an obvious, objectively better person. But you are warping their sense of love. Love should not be committal in any way. Not It's not contractual. It's an, ex- it's an, you know, it's an exchange 
of goods. It's something to be cherished and enjoyed together. For instance, if you have somebody who, let's say, is really hungry and they're starving for food and you have a copious amount of food, so you go, okay, like I can help this person, so I'm going to give them food in return for them acting a certain way or a different way. And I think that when you put it that way, it seems a lot worse. It seems like you're training somebody to be something that you in your life selfishly want to have, want to possess. This is like something that you feel is deserved by you and you ha- you can create this thing. And that's why I think it's holier than thou because you're giving this person these little like little doses of what they need essentially for them to do a certain thing or to act a certain way. And granted, are they going to be more full? Absolutely. But... Now have you kind of turned food from this thing that is to be enjoyed to this thing that is sought after and the only way you're going to get it is by forgoing who you are or values that maybe you have? I think that that whole idea just uh, just kind of needs to change. So I get that that was a bit fugazi-fugazi. That was kind of all out there. But like, I hope that you can, you guys can understand where I'm coming from. And for somebody who you know deals with mental health issues, like you... The desperation that comes with like a a lack of self-love is a lot more powerful than I think a lot of people think. Like, trust me, like, bro, I've talked about it on the podcast. Like, I did not like who I was at all. I thought that the world hated me. I hated myself. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And thankfully, I didn't have somebody who came into my life and was like, I can make this better. Just do it this way and I'll give you that love that you need. And I get that it and I get that it is done with the best intentions. And I get that you're not thinking of like it as this weird contractual thing. I get you're just trying to help. But helping somebody along and saying like I can change them are two very different things. Helping them like gradually grow and develop self-love versus saying like go out of your way to do this thing a certain way and then you'll get love from me and now like you have love. Like it just it just seems to me as somebody who goes through this kind of shit. Like, it, it just seems weird. And I hope that I'm not completely crazy in that. Um, I hope that was that came across well. But, you know, this is this is my podcast. <laughs> I will say it how I want. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just I think that we need to reevaluate the value that we place on love, um, which I which I again will talk about in a sec. Um, so speaking on how like mental health like affects love um, directly and how love affects mental health. Um, and you know, obviously when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about how it's kind of done it for me, but what I've seen kind of like, you know, in a bit of a consensus with people I've talked to, um, who, who go through some, some mental health struggles. Um, one thing that I find really, really interesting is that people tend to develop patterns that may or not may or may not be there. Um, so essentially like if you are somebody who suffers with really bad anxiety and let's say, um, your significant other, um, like, you know, one time, blah, 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 they, uh, forgot to text you, uh, about something or they forgot to call or, you know, they, they were going out for drinks and they, you know, something happened or whatever. Um, and they just like forgot to, to mention it or, you know, something that can seem really, I guess, innocent. All of a sudden you start to develop a pattern in your head where you say, well, it happened once and it's going to happen again and again and again and again. And a lot of the times the reason that people with mental health issues seem to develop patterns is because their whole life is a pattern. My whole life is a pattern. I wake up, I struggle with mental illness, I go to bed. I wake up, I struggle with mental illness, I go to bed. I wake up, blah, blah, blah. It's, just, it's a really fun merry-go-round. Yay. Um, 
and in love it's like you see somebody do something one time but what you know what nature the nature of your existence is patterns so you're going to say okay they've done this once it's going to happen again and then all of a sudden you start to you start to you know create these little these little ticks that you're like oh okay like that happened so it's going to happen again and then you're constantly on edge and it, and it dwindles this trust a lot faster than in a healthy relationship with two people who are mentally healthy they have self-love and they're they're centered within themselves um i, I think that that's that's huge um you know uncertainty of love is another is another huge thing like i lay awake at night thinking about things that make no sense like I, I will sit there and I will lay and I will close my eyes. And as I'm sitting in an apartment in Toronto, in Canada, in North America, in the world, I, I am this little speck of dust. And all I think about is like these giant big picture questions. What is life? What is the universe? You know, what, ha what is death? What happens after we die? This guy tells awful bedtime and i think that that's you know human nature is where we're curious you know we're curious by nature um but uncertainty in my life anyway is a very tough thing um because with ocd um and and anxiety like my biggest thing is i need to close loops um i need to figure out a beginning and an end to situations um because if i don't and there's like a little bit of a gap I, it kind of like looks like a coil um that has like a little piece missing in the top it's like or at the very end or something like that like you just kind of keep you gonna you you have your problem that's in the foreground but behind that problem is just all the loops of thinking that keep going around and around and around and around and around with you trying to close these loops and i think that like by nature that's who i am it's like i need to close close loops and love is one of those like stupid things because because it leaves you with such a sense of uncertainty because you don't know if that love will be there forever you don't know if that love is real. You don't know if that love is just making you feel good for a short period of time. If that love is going to be used against you in the future, if you like, you don't under you don't know. And I think that that's like the really scary thing, um, especially when you can't close a loop, is just like enjoying love. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. Um, but that's just kind of like what I've seen. And then like, especially like if you're suffering from anxiety or depression, like that is is completely vacant from your life. So the uncertainty if it will ever come back, if you'll ever have it for yourself. Um, all these things they can uh, they can it influences how you view love um, you know the other thing is like with mental health you dive deep into that shit like you with me I deep dive so like every situation where whether positive or negative that love is an influence in and I think that love is a really important emotion and in my own life it's a super huge thing it's an important thing um, so when it's like when it's concerned um, I do the thing that I do with a lot of situations and I completely overthink it. Um, I overthink every text message or I'll overthink every meet, like every time, you know, you grab coffee or every time they stay over or anything like that, any relationship in your life in general, where love is a present factor and you, and you're not a hundred percent assured in that love. Um, instead of just having that self-confidence and that self-belief that like this will work out. And even if it doesn't, like I still have my love. And I can uh, and I can build from this like you just you just deep dive and you pick away and you, you overanalyze situations and you're like, oh, well, well, well they, they put a, a period instead of an exclamation point in this text message. So oh, what's going on there? And like you just start to do this like weird like, yeah, you're like building these like spreadsheets in your head of like the positives, the negatives. It's like a graph. It's a weird, weird thing. And all of a sudden love becomes analytical versus just biological. 
um, and you 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 take the emotion out of love and you look at it very objectively. Um, and I think that that's like love is something to get lost in. Um, it's not something to be completely picked apart it's uh like it does get at times absolutely but it's something to be enjoyed at the end of the day beginning of the day like it just it is a a really great thing in which again i keep saying this i'm going to talk about in a sec um a trust trust is a massive one i mean i can't even trust myself to feel good on a given day like so how am i supposed to trust somebody else i've heard that a million times before you know how am i supposed to trust that you know, especially with people who, who suffer from like things like types of mental illness where that where patterns are, are prevalent. So like, you know, OCD and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, if they were hurt in the past, let's say a boyfriend or girlfriend cheated on them or, um, you know, a significant other left or a parent left or something like that. Like your trust is those patterns. Like you've seen something major happen once. And that trust is it's it's, you know, it's it's a tough one. Um, you know, because you can't, as I said, you can't even trust yourself. You can't even trust the people who granted have been in your life. Um, but I think the biggest thing is like with that is it's true, but to use that as an excuse, um, I've never really bought into that. And I know a lot of like, granted, a lot of people do, they say I've been hurt in the past and that's why I'm like hesitant to, to do this, that, or the other. Um, and I get it. And it's like, you can, you can be more hesitant to to get into these these situations but to completely lock yourself down from the possibility of new love and fresh love um and renewed love like i think that that's that's warped because i think that people by nature is like we change um and i think that just because you've met somebody like humans are are incredible in the way that like of our individuality like we share a lot of like the similar stuff and we're all kind of like locked into you know, media, and we've all kind of done these like very similar, we've kind of followed these same growth patterns. Um, But we as individuals are very, very unique. And just because you had somebody who like, you know, let's say was the, you know, seemed like a really great person, and then turned out not to be doesn't mean that the next person who seems like a great person is also a bad person, they might be, but they also might not be. And I think that that opportunity is always one that is to be like, I think to me, it's to be cherished. Because, like, it's a fresh start. But trust is definitely, from what I've seen, from my own, like, whatever, trust can be a weird relationship, especially when you're struggling with mental health issues. That being said, it should not be your be-all, end-all of, like, I'm never trusting another soul again because this thing this thing happened. Like, there's a lot of really great people out there um, who are going to do some really great things in your life. And uh, to, to close yourself off from that forever, I understand closing yourself off for a while while you heal. And I understand that. That's a, that's a great, that's a very powerful thing to do. Um, but to never, you know, open yourself back up, um, I don't know, I just think it's like you're, you're missing out on the opportunity of, of some really fantastic emotions. So um, if anyone is going through that kind of stuff, uh, like I encourage you to 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 think about you know, how you can make yourself as happy as possible. And a lot of the time that's like, you know, finding friends, family, and maybe some significant others who you can share time with and you can enjoy time with, you love time with. Um, So I think that that's huge. I think the last area that I think it's like really prevalent is vulnerability. Um, Love is the, like to me anyway, it's like, I think it's one of the most vulnerable states you can be in um, because it's an amplifier. Um, Love, if you know, if you're in love with somebody and you're happy, you're like elevated happiness. If you're in love with someone and something really bad happens, you're like, it tears you down even more. More. if trust is 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 hurt during a relationship it hurts way more like and that's the thing it's harder to build it back up um 
but you put yourself in this state of complete vulnerability. And when you hurt, you know, when you are hurting yourself with mentally, you know, and you're in this, you're in this place and you're saying like, whoa, like I, I can't be vulnerable. I don't, I, I feel stripped away already. Like, let alone letting somebody else in. And all of a sudden, if they hurt me, like, I don't even like, I don't know if I can handle that. So that's a, that's an aspect of mental health that like people, you know, they need to think about. And so I kept saying, like, I'll talk about this in a sec. I'll talk about this in a sec. Uh, and this is the last thing that I kind of want to talk about before I close things out uh, and, and get, uh, issue a challenge for this beautiful Valentine's Day week um, is, uh, is I just want to talk about what love is. Um, so uh, I know I haven't done a lot of editing to this podcast literally because I have had zero time. Uh, school has been wild. Work has been wild. Uh, so I haven't had a lot of time to edit it. But um, uh, I'm going to queue up just a little bit of music right now just a little no not that no there so what is love and this is again this is all just coming from me these are genuine feelings uh and emotions um this is my genuine take on love um i feel like love especially in the age of social media um has become very showy it's become very competitive um it's very based on status uh, prestige. It's based on how can I further my public image. Um, a lot of the time, love isn't love for the right reasons. It's love for for very selfish, very objective reasons. Um, and I think that like what love is at its core is like it's it's flawed and it's pure um, and it's raw, and it's like this. It's a, something that can build you down, but it can also build you up really, really high. Um, it's really, to me, it's the only thing that I think really, really matters. You know, relationships in my mind and like the love that you have with yourself and the love that you're giving to other people and the love that you're getting in return. Like, I think that that's really like the only currency because like in life in general, it's like, yeah, we've got these numbers that float around and they go into your bank account and you could buy nice things and you can do nice things and, you know, but they're just these imaginary numbers. And at the end of the day, when you were at the end of, at the end of your beautiful run, um, when you're laying there and it's the end of the road, like money is not, not, it's not going with you. The memories and the time that you've shared with people and the love that you've given and the love that you had, like that's what's going with you. You know, the love that's like touched you at your soul, like that's it. It's, it's the only thing that matters. Um, so I think in life, like we get so caught up in the day to day and we say, we don't have time for this. We don't have time for that. We don't have time for love. Um, I think you always do. And you always should. Um, you should take time to be around the people that make you feel good. And you should be the kind of person that people want to be around because you make other people feel good. Um, you know, you should see this thing as just like the biggest gift that possibly we could have gotten as, as people, as humans. Um, because we might hurt and some of us may hurt a lot and more than others. Um, but love is kind of what wakes you up out of bed every day. You know, it keeps you here. Um, it's a very powerful thing. It's a scary thing for a lot of people. I get that totally. It's a terrifying thing because it's so powerful. Um, but it's really the only gift that we can really give that means more than like, you know, it's not materialistic. It's not, it's not contractual. It's just free flowing and when somebody gives you love like that's just like the biggest that's just the most incredible thing whether it's your friends or your family or whoever it's like just giving and giving and getting that love um 
it's the only thing that matters really is um and so the challenge for this week is to start thinking about self-love um and self-acceptance and uh just taking some time this week to let the people in your life know how much they mean to you but also letting yourself know that even if you don't love yourself right now that that possibility will be there one day um i never thought that i would be able to say that i love myself um and it's still a rocky relationship but it's uh you know (laughs) we're putting the time in um but yeah it's uh it's a long road um but it's one that's uh the only worthwhile road that like really really matters because it is the ultimate growth um it's the ultimate feeling and and i think it's really important so i didn't want to do this episode i'm not gonna lie to you guys um i really didn't want to talk about relationships and love um but i'm kind of glad i did uh this is uh this has been a lot of fun so uh i i appreciate you guys sticking around i appreciate you guys interacting with the podcast and uh reaching out and letting me know things you liked things you didn't like um all that kind of stuff uh, as I said, feel free to share to me on Instagram at KyleMore08 or at the podcast at Life's a Wreck Podcast. Um, and, uh, and yeah, guys, like I just, uh, you know, happy Valentine's Day, truly from the bottom of my heart. And I just want to say really quickly before I go um, to my friends and family, uh, to the people in my life who um, have, have helped me uh, more, than they, more than they could ever imagine. Um, just wanted to let you guys know that I love you very much. Uh, and uh, I... I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't be, um, I don't even know if I'd be here today. Uh, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for the love that I was, that I was shown, um, from, from a lot of people. So it uh, it means a lot to me. And, uh, I think that, you know, it's shown me that in my life, that is the one thing that I want to do is try to spread as much of it as I can. So, uh, you've inspired me. Um, and, uh, I will never be able to repay you for what you've, uh, for the love that you've given me, but I'm going to damn well try. So I love you guys so much. Uh, thank you for everyone who's listening. Um, love you guys too. And, uh, yeah, as I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about love, I'm genuinely thinking life's a wreck. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm-hmm.